I can't believe it. It is the Tech Vibe Neighborhood Tour. Audrey, we are back in East Liberty with Huntington Bank. I know. I love this location. I just pulled I on the... I love this location. Yeah. You walk outside now, and I think things change since the last time. Absolutely. It's only like a couple of months. Completely. Changes all the time. I don't know. It's I just so It's so much fun to be back here. We've got a couple shows that we're recording here, actually at the branch in East Liberty on Center Avenue, okay. really in the middle of East Liberty. Okay. And what I love is I'm looking out the door and I see these kryptonite handles. Glowing <laughs> green. You see those? That's right. They're a beautiful thing. I have them on my house. Do you? I bet you do. You probably got sets in every door. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I exactly. love it. I love it. That's right. So we're just honored to be here telling some stories about what's happening you know, yeah, it's in, great to have in the you. region, in, in the East End, East Liberty. Sure. But we're we always kick it off with someone from Huntington Bank. So, sure. Steve, tell us who you are. Absolutely. My name is Steve Carpenter, Senior Vice President with the bank, and uh, excited to have you here. It's, it's awesome. Excellent. So what, what's your role? Yeah. So I'm, I re, I'm responsible for the branches in the area. Okay. So uh, Greater Pittsburgh, some branches in Ohio, some branches in West Virginia. So. And so what's it like to be here in East Liberty? Oh, it's awesome. You can just feel the energy. And uh, it's just, you can just, to your point, it just continues to evolve. And uh, it's just lots of great things happening. So how many branches do you go to in the course of a week? I'm assuming you're probably pinging around, checking uh, things let's out. Let's see. How many branches will I go to? I would say probably about eight. Eight? Okay. Eight, which isn't too bad. And how exciting was it when you opened up East Liberty oh, my last year? Because it's, oh, it's really putting a foothold in this neighborhood that's really obviously on the come back making Absolutely. headlines around the world and you've got a, you've got presence here well it's nice to be a part of it because it's i think it's a community and it's always been a community here, here East right Liberty? absolutely has it always been even during the period of time where it really it's always been a neighborhood it's always been the people here they you hear stories all the time about how they grew up and it's awesome and now they now they're part of that community they're they're still part of that community but they but they're like traveling with us Are they? and the uh and the evolution is just—it's just tremendous. Right. You can see the journey uncover as we as we go. And recently, I think just a few weeks ago, you just right. opened up your branch in Squirrel Hill. Back Actually, in next week. Yeah, back in December. Next week, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, just in December 18th, back in uh, back. I think it was probably snowing that day. But, oh uh, yeah, yeah, craziness, craziness. Right, exactly. But, but so obviously, your East End presence is growing. That's right. How cool is that? It's, it's great. The. Uh, I, again, the community is the key for us because the neighborhood, uh, just being coming part of the neighborhood, right. and uh, they're so welcoming. Like just here in East Liberty, it was just they just welcomed us with open arms, and uh, we feel like we're part of the neighborhood. So, what are you feeling? It's so interesting that maybe we should figure out ways to tell the tales of sure. the neighborhood. Sure, that I like you're that. Resting in. Yeah. Because you probably see this whole new perspective that we don't see, right? We're talking to the tech I do. folks, the innovators, the people who are building. I think it's there's a whole fabric of the right. community. Absolutely. When we uh, when we first launched um, when we first kicked off the East Liberty branch, this branch, we did a uh, big celebration at the Ace Hotel. I was there. Right, Ace yeah, Hotel. It was like the whole community showed up. Unbelievable, thing. right? It was. So you, like in the gymnasium. It was very cool. It was cool. in the gym. I just had dinner there the other night at Whitfield. Yeah, Whitfield's really, really good. Great. Really good. But, the, uh, but it was neat because in that room, in that gymnasium, you could actually feel... The, the community coming together, both the old school, right, the people that grew up here, as well as the people that have moved in here, and they, and they really mesh with, so well together. And, uh, and they're working together for a common goal, right. which is to 
you know, evolve the community. And the community has great roots, right? You don't want to, you don't want to lose the roots, right? You want to make sure they stay in place. That's the DNA. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's the foundation that you build off. That and then build off. That's right. Absolutely. You don't want you don't want to do anything with the foundation. You want to make sure, that, and the foundation is the people. Right. And uh, it's a, it's a great neighborhood. It's great. It's got to be one of your best neighborhoods. It is, and we've done we've done a lot of great work with even in this neighborhood. We've done a lot of great work with veterans. We uh, have a great mortgage program that we help them with. Tell us about that. Absolutely. Talk about about communities as people having their own homes. Absolutely. So the VA loans that we have now, they don't have a loan fee, right? And we waive the appraisal fees. And. uh, it's just our way of giving back. Like we don't, I don't think we make a ton more money on it, right? Exactly. As a matter of fact, we probably probably lose a little bit of money on it, right? Exactly. But the veterans have done such a great job for us, serving our country. We, this is our this is our way of giving back, right? Dad. Plus, when you couple in, we're the number one SBA lender for the last eight years in our footprint. What should people be thinking about when they think about SBA? They should be thinking about how we can help you grow, right? As a small business owner, right? How can we help you grow? Because you because you look at a lot of large large corporations, and when you think about the country, you think about large corporations. But at the end of the day, it's not about the large companies. It's the, small guys that are it's the it mom and pops that are they're expanding and growing, and uh, that's where that's where our employment's going to come and from. They need partners like Huntington. Absolutely, to get the lines of credit, the loans. That, to get absolutely. To the next level. Did you know that Pittsburgh has the um, the rated like number like in top five for small business cities? Oh, there's oh. And the average age of those businesses is 16 years. That's awesome. And so those are for people who have under 50 employees. That's right. It's awesome. I mean, that's it's different, right? It's a different. It's, there's not a lot of places where people have small businesses. No, and there's that's some lucrative, but that's right. They don't want to scale. To and you, side. you think about some place like the Strip, where they're putting up townhomes all the way down the end of the Strip, where you would right. never have thought they would put oh, up townhomes. Exactly. Homes, exactly. Right, exactly. but. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. It is good. Yeah, stuff. And we're excited about the. Uh, to your point, we're excited about Squirrel Hill having opened. So that's I've really been watching. that's really neat. I've been watching, that's right. You live in the neighborhood, right? I've been taking pictures and right. sending it to Kent. Yeah, you've right. been tracking the progress. I've been tracking it. it. One day, right. it was really um, raining out. That's right. And I got to tell you, four to two of those workers at six a.m. I know they're out there working. Exactly. <laughs> and they were determined. Right. And yeah. there wasn't any leaks, right? It, was, it didn't look like it from my <laughs> okay. side. I think you're doing. Trying to get some. Coffee that's good. That's good. And that's a, that's a great neighborhood. We're right by the we're right by the library. Right, right there on Fort. Right by yep. the Jewish community. Yep. Center. Yep. Really yep. Great traffic. When I was a Absolutely. kid, when I was a kid growing up in Squirrel Hill, we called that Upstreet. All right. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. But we're excited. I mean, Squirrel Hill with the Jewish Federation, all the great groups that we're a part of. It's uh, it's been really good. So uh, that coupled with what we do with the Children's Hospital as well as Pittsburgh Promise and uh, all the great stuff that you bring to the table. Yeah. You guys are doing a great service as well. We can't do it without having partners like Huntington Bank. We're proud to be a part of, day, of it. Like you help us do these TNTs. Right. You help us take the show on the right. road. It's, it's, it's what makes things happen here in Pittsburgh. If you go to Huntington.com, you yep. can learn all about the banking services and how you can really integrate in the yeah. community. I yeah. just think it's fantastic. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having all us. The way around. Thank we gotta, we gotta, Thanks for being here. Yeah, we, yeah. We, do, we just get so fired up. Yeah. We really do. Too. We, we get so pumped. And today's show is just really a, a cool little slice of what's happening. So we have Kevin Snyder, who's the uh, from Penn State and Kensington. Mm-hmm. They're launching an, an innovation corridor I know, based on that. what's happening I here know. in East Liberty, working with the beauty shop who's right around the corner right. from us. So it's kind of neat to bring it out. We're looking forward to partnering here. with them as well. Yeah. New Penn is such a great opportunity for Good us. Good stuff going on there. Yep. We also have Mona 
McGrath from New Realm stopping by. They just have new digs in East Liberty. Just moved there. They've been around for like almost 20 years now. Wow. Yeah. I'm, You've been napping. They came from Austin, Texas back in the late 90s. Wow. To, 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 to did Pittsburgh. you know them back then? I did. I actually wrote a story about them when they first came to town. That's pretty neat. Absolutely. Oh, that's neat. And of course, we have the one, the only, the definitive Christopher Evans from uh, Savier here today. He's no stranger to the show. They're doing some great stuff there. He's going to be talking all about uh, mobile getting. Just saying, mobile getting. <laughs> okay. We cannot thank Huntington Bank enough for allowing us pleasure. to hang out and do our Tech Vibe neighborhood tour from the East Liberty branch with the kryptonite door handles. Exactly. <laughs> so much fun. To thank you, guys. And a complete array of cupcakes. Doesn't get any better. Really good cupcakes. Radio cupcakes. Really good, good, cupcakes. good stuff. Yeah. We're taking a quick break. We're coming right back, I yeah. swear, with more Tech Vibe Radio from Huntington Bank. This is Jonathan Kirsting. Learn more about the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org and then go to Twitter at pghtech. We'll be right back. Thanks for keeping your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio here from Huntington Bank in East Liberty. We take the show on the road and we get paid to have way too much fun, don't we, Audrey? We do. We have fun no matter what. Absolutely. We have no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio with us. I think I referred to him as the definitive Christopher Evans back in the uh, intro set. I like that. Yes. I, th- I thought you would appreciate that. So I Christopher, did. you are from Saviour. Yes, sir. And it is always yeah. a pleasure to be with you both. Oh, man. It's good stuff. First time on the road with you. You're right. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, no, we go on the road. Yeah. I've always been in studio. Yeah, I've always been in studio. What do you think of our setup here? In the uh, I, of I love it. It's Well, it's the holiday season. Yes. We've got some snow flurries in the air. The folks from Huntington couldn't be any nicer. Exactly. And I know they are, It's right? just wonderful. And, and it's Frank Sinatra's birthday week. So. And there's cupcakes. That's right. Just saying. I, I, I can't have anything but smiles. Exactly. So, Savier, give us our the quick pitch on Savier. Yeah, so, you know, we fix problems. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. Like I mean, plumbing problems? Okay. <laughs> <Carpentry> <laughs> problems? Business problems. <laughs> business problems. When you get stuck and your business is suffering, you call the guys and gals from Savier exactly. to come in and see if we can do something to help yeah. uh, you alleviate those You're problems. You're like a SWAT team. We man. are. You can come in and eradicate IT problems like yeah. no time quick. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, we solve them for some of the world's biggest companies and also mid-market and emerging companies. That's, that's kind of interesting. You're right. you got the big guys yeah. and small guys and yes. everybody in between because a problem's a problem. Yes. A problem. One minute it's Arconic. The next right. it's 412 Food Rescue. Right. It could be apps. It could be data integration. It okay. could be our own custom products. And sometimes, and perhaps most exciting, optimizing things that are already there. You know, companies that are using SharePoint. It's working, but they want to work better, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, kind or of, they don't even know. Or they don't know exactly. that you right. can, right. Uh, you know, actually optimize those products. Because mm-hmm. sometimes those products off the shelf are not, you know, they're not really that flexible. And it, it takes a certain type of development. Your guys can to, crack the behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. Them, right? Yeah. Well, some of it's just to get into a habit of yeah. using tools. And you never branch out. That's very true. You and know, you know what happens? You get biopic with it. You just look the one way. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you can take something like Excel. Yes. You just don't even realize, wait, I could do those other things? Yeah, and you know, that's a problem sometimes, Audrey, because maybe only a small group of people in the company know how to do that particular right. way of doing things. And if they leave, that Excel spreadsheet can be kind of obsolete. And furthermore, it's not secure. So that's a big problem. Absolutely. So a lot of times when we sit down with a company and take a look at that, we look at the integrity of the data. We understand what they're trying to accomplish. And more often than not, we may have solved something similar for another company in their space. Gotcha. So mobile, get. I want to say with a big echo, mobile, 
Good. You strike good. fear good. into good. the hearts good. of uh, See that? Like the, the, the wall shook when I said that. Yes. Like we'll Armageddon, but worse. <laughs> but worse. It's mobile. Yeah. And, 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 and what it's all about is websites and mobile. Look, we're sitting here at this table. How many mobile devices on the table? And those are behind Audrey's us. Tablets. Four. She does have four. And all of them going at once, which I'm impressed by. She does. I feel like I'm on the stock market. But, you know, if your website is not optimized, and we're not just talking about being responsive design, no, no, no. which means it works right. on mobile right. devices. Right. That is very important. But there's technology right. underneath that that a lot of companies don't realize. Page speed loads. Lots of different things that Google dings you on if you're not at the top of your game, right? And not just dings you. You can really fall down in the search rankings. And if someone's looking to buy a product from you or a competitor and you're not top of mind, even if you've tried to pay to be there because your technology underneath that website is inferior, you're in trouble. So are you able to go in? Someone's maybe concerned. Maybe they don't even know if their site's bad or not. I'm assuming most people's sites probably, if they haven't been tweaked or done in the past year or two, I'm assuming are probably on some older technology where maybe they need they need someone to pop the hood. You'd be amazed how many times. And And you can tune those sites up to get the better load times and all that kind of fun stuff. Fast, mobile, and secure are the three things that we're talking about right now. We've been doing some audits for some of our customers. Uh, Fast, fast, mobile, and secure. So fast, we're talking about page speed loads. This is the secret. A lot of people don't realize. And a lot of the -the out-of-the-box custom, uh, excuse me, content management systems that are out there, while they're great and wonderful to use, and we certainly implement them like WordPress. Sometimes there's a lot of plugins to slow enable them to do what they're doing, and it does slow things down. We can go in there and quickly fix those problems. Tune it up just like you tune up a car. Right. Next thing you know, you're rising through the ranks. The other big thing is we can also talk to companies about their content, because content is king or queen right now to having a great website. You need the technology to enable right. the site. Have good stuff on yeah. once it loads. And you've got to be out there currently talking and being a thought leader. Right. Blogging is back in a big way. And what mobile gets really talks about is if you don't do this it's not optional you will disappear out there on the internet and that's a very dangerous thing so the last part of what we'll get it we also are in a big picture world too like look at instagram yeah right and people don't even know how to begin to think about how to incorporate that's right. And having images while having your site list quickly, too, right? That's right. right. You, you guys are really nailing it. And, and those are the kind of things that we've been helping a lot of customers think through. And you know the best part about it is these are not scary, big initiatives. They can be quick things that you go in and you optimize, and next thing you know, you're already seeing immediate performance. So it, for us, we love it because we're able to help a customer quickly, as opposed to some long engagement okay, that takes this years. This isn't a six-month no. It's like a Are there any months. projects that you're working on that you can talk about or not? I can talk about some things. Tell I mean, us a couple. Well, <clears throat> I, I'll, I'll switch gears because I'll tell you about something that we're kind of excited about in a different facet of mobile. Okay. We're okay. really fired up to be working with 412 Food Rescue. We love those town. guys. You did love that. And they are so awesome. And, I mean, you want to talk about true innovation and rethinking a business model and having technology is the underpinning of that. Frankly, when we were introduced to them um, from some of our friends at, at Coca-Cola and some other providers that they work with... Um, we realized their platform just wasn't ready for prime time to go national. And it may not be obvious to all of your listeners, but 412 Food Rescue is going national. Yeah. It will be in 724. Right? That's what Leah so, told us. Yes. It's pretty exciting. And they're on track to do that. Right. They've chosen us to help enable that platform. So as we speak, we're right. building out the next iteration of that mobile platform. So you're getting and ready by for, the way, we're talking to them about mobile getting on their website too. Okay. You know, optimizing their website. So uh, there's a lot going on with those guys. Uh, obviously, our, our relationship 
relationship with Arconic continues into its third year. We're uh, rolling out another flavor of OmniView uh, there at uh, the, the knowledge management uh, right. system that we've been touting for the last couple times we've been talking. I mean, that was crucial for them to yeah. when they when they turned into two companies. They yes. needed that in order to keep the companies talking. Yeah, it's amazing, and uh, they're continuing to use it to optimize their business, which is w- what we love. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty exciting for us. We're getting into some new areas. Um, we've recently built some uh, interesting products, aftermarket products and portals for right. Jira, which is one of the world's uh, largest project management softwares mm-hmm. that are out there. Huh. Uh, so folks that are having it don't have to use those workarounds like right. you talked about. Mm-hmm. They can come into our savvy portal that uh, enables the clients to be able to see very specific information real time as it happens, uh, not cool. just is it done or is it not done, right. like but a typical workflow. Is, yeah, and workflow. So process. that's really wow. interesting. We're also doing some new stuff with SharePoint and .NET, which is new for us as well. So that, 2018 is popping for you guys. Yeah, we've got custom and we've also got optimization of some of the world's biggest packages. So bottom line is if there are companies out there that are struggling with, with business problems, right. they need to take a look at what we're talking about because we've got some really quick ways of, of helping them. So how can they learn? Where, where can they go? Yeah. www.savier.com. Check okay. it out. Um, <clears throat> it's a wonderful website not only to visit and, and read about the case studies, but check our blog out on a regular basis. Yeah. Follow us all over social media at LinkedIn as well. I bet as your Facebook. site loads pretty fast, huh? It's damn fast. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something. The carpenter's son would not go shoeless. No. We, we, we made sure we were optimized to the hill. Uh, it's one of the big reasons why we're getting a lot of uh, <clears throat> eyeballs and interest from companies all around the country now, not it. just here in the region. And i got to tell you, SEO is where it's at. So companies like us, we practice what we preach Pretty with this right. stuff. We got can show to. you our own case studies of how it's changed our uh, our revenue for the positive. It's really, really great. Very, very cool. So, Savier, got it, man. It's great. Well, well, well thank yeah. you. And we can't thank you and your team enough. All you do for right. us here in the region, we love you guys. We uh, love you, too. I'm very happy Pittsburgh holiday proud, season man. to all of you. Absolutely, man. Good, good stuff all the way around. That's why I love having you on. Quick tips. One last All thing, John. Yes, real quick. What do you All got? listeners, better get ready for ADA compliance on your website. Uh-huh. I've had a lot of people haven't been thinking about that. But the we government's going to be, you know that? You They're, know what? We have thought about yes. this. Yes. Yeah. This is I a big heard, deal. We need to talk about <clears throat> this later. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back and do a whole segment on it if you'll have me. Because we have a we whole should. toolkit a great right now that begins with a, a quick audit right. and immediate changes. And here's the thing, Audrey. It changes every year. But with Savier, we're able to keep you one step ahead of that and you're always in compliance for ADA. I'm very passionate about that. Check it out. Come talk to us. We are, we're doing a lot of cool stuff with uh, text readers and audio scanners mm-hmm. right now, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we're all out of time. Chris Revens, thank you for stopping by. Savier, ADA compliance. Coming back, we're going to talk about bet. that. Absolutely. We're taking a quick break. It. We're coming right back with more Tech Vibe Radio from Huntington Bank here in East Liberty. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Welcome back, everybody. You are dialed into Tech Vibe Radio, and we have taken the show on the road, as we always love to, the Tech Vibe Neighborhood Tour here in East Liberty with Huntington Bank. I love it, Audrey. I do, too. I mean, there's people on the branch. There's, 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 there's action. There's cupcakes. There's people starting great stuff in New Kensington with us. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> excited to do a little bit of a dive into this. Definitely, definitely. So, hello. Who do we have here in the house right now? Well, my name is Kevin Snyder. I'm the Chancellor of Penn State, New Kensington, and we just opened up a new entrepreneurial center slash co-working space in the city of New Kensington. So, excited about that. That's so great. So, it's actually in the little town of New Kensington? It's in the little town of New Kensington. And so, tell us about the space. Well, the space is, uh, it's actually uh, a concept that came out of East Liberty here. Uh, That's why I was so excited because we're here in East Liberty. We're here in East Liberty. And this is where the idea kind of came from. Exactly. Bit, right? In fact, some of my partners, I can see at the top of their 
building there. So I, I feel like I'm in many ways home. Um, we, our president has started a, an event Penn State initiative, and he's trying to use ideas and ideations okay. to drive economic development right. across the state. We have you know, a lot of campuses and a lot of communities. And, so, and have done a lot <clears throat> for the community. Yeah. Yeah, and the the idea is to try and uh, show the value that research and, and higher education has for for a state, particularly a land grant institution like ours. For sure. And so we made these uh, uh, grants available, kind of startup grants, and asked us to think of ways we could drive economic development. A lot of my peers, uh, colleagues, are putting money into scholarships for students, uh, startup companies, etc. But we wanted to do something a little different. A little different. And the tie to East Liberty is. I watched as Google came in and said, we're going to put our headquarters down here. And then Tech Shop opened, and then Alpha Lab Gear came in, and and, uh, the Beauty Shop as well as a co-working space. And what I noticed is they developed this community, this ecosystem that kept the ideas and the people in the area. Now, lots of other things happen in East Liberty. But what I was wondering, and I called the, uh, I called the Google component the intellectual stimulus, because very few people from Google are members of the tech shop or members of Alpha Lab Gear. That's a good or, point. Right. Yeah, they're or, doing their own thing. They're working for Google, right? right? But they attracted people because sure of the did. energy and the ideas. Higher ed has that role as well. We have young students full of ideas, full of youth, full of energy. Uh, can we play the role of being an intellectual stimulus in these small communities? And so uh, the idea is to develop as much of the ecosystem as we can exactly. so that we keep the energy in, in the exactly. downtown area, Provide drive traffic. Infrastructure for it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, so that's what we started to do. So you have put together an offering that includes co-working space. Absolutely. That includes event space. Yes. Right? I mean, it's almost like everything in there. And it's called The Corner. It's called The Corner. I love because it. Your turning, logo is cool, too. It's all we're turning like, the corner on economic decline right, is basically right, what right, we're right. doing. And so what kinds of companies are in there now? Well, we just started. We opened up uh, on the 6th. Right? We've hired. Oh, so just, just started. Yeah, just we just started. Ago. Just a month ago. It's been a three-year process to do this. Wow. Uh, it's a sustainable model. The beauty shop is managing the space for us. Oh, yeah, manage that, that space. Really yeah. Exactly. We bring a lot of knowledge, a lot of uh, expertise, a lot of connection to the Pittsburgh area, a lot of connection so to the networking. maybe we could come out there. We would love to have you we out We want to hang out there and we do the show from there. the corner. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that would be really great, just uh, to sort of talk about New Ken. We'd love it. Because New Ken is really how far from East Liberty? We, it took me about 32, 33 minutes to get here, actually. Okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Okay, yeah. good. And how many students are actually located? Well, right now we have about 600. Okay. Um, we were about 890 when I came here, so okay. we are following the track that a lot of campuses right. are across the state. The problem is that... <clears throat> um, we're going to need workers, and so I think higher ed needs to be a partner in drawing people Without to the doubt. state. Uh, and so having an entrepreneurial center where we're helping students achieve their dreams of opening businesses, creating new ideas to solve problems, that's all part of our strategy to try and bring people into the new Kensington mm-hmm. area and to our campus. I have a prediction that as this thing starts to grow, your numbers of students are going to be going up. I love that prediction. There is such opportunity, especially in a place like New Ken, where you can really, as Audrey would say, be a pioneer there. Absolutely. I mean, it's, 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 it's ripe ground in order to do something. Transformative. Oh, and it is transformative already. Uh, when when we oh, let me tell you, we we uh, when we announced we were coming down into Kensington, uh, twenty five businesses came in in the next two to three years. Now, not all of them are there. About half have left okay. uh, because they don't have the um, skill sets really to, to open the businesses. That's gotcha. something we're hoping to change. Right. Um, 
But we also were able to uh, work with Community Foundation of Westmoreland County to get a grant to revitalize part of the downtown area. And so the whole corridor you got going. We called it the Corridor of Innovation. And that we just did that as a placeholder. I have to tell you, that was the best thing we did. Because the whole, the whole idea is to bring people out of a building and onto the street to yeah, go shop. I always say that. I always say that. That's what Audrey says. Exactly. What about launch, this Launchbox? Launchbox is the academic programming or the programming that we have to try and take an idea from the ideation phase all the way through to becoming a company. Okay. And so what being part of Penn State does for us, uh, we're part of the launch boxes, their programming for this, it opens up opportunities for funding, for expertise, for mentoring, uh, for all those building. things. Like things can, can tentacle help from that, Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So, to reminding our listeners, we are <clears throat> talking to Kevin Snyder, the Chancellor at Penn State University at New Kensington, just opened up the corner, this great innovation zone where I think the seeds are really starting to now start bearing some fruit now for you guys. It, they are. Some new companies there getting people charged up. We've attracted now Arconic, which is a company that's working with us. We were able to turn uh, 15 uh, facades over so that um, they, nice. the local population worked with us on that grant to turn okay. it, the shops and, and help with the uh, with the facades, which is helpful. We built a park uh, with Arconic. We did three murals. We've changed the, the downtown area along that corridor so that it's attractive to people. But we also are able to bring, because we called it a corridor, um, people with ideas in to help us solve problems. So let me give you one quick example. Yeah. Walking around in the downtown area, Buchan is just an example of many places that are like uh, like this old Rust Belt towns. Definitely. <clears throat> people either can't afford to fix a roof or the the person who owns the building has bought it for another reason other than the structure itself. Right. right. But if you're going to uh, come in and try and populate that area. You need roofs. You need yeah. you need solid buildings. The, the basic, the basic nuts right. and bolts of it, right? Great thing about being Penn State is we have an expert in roofs. So I worked with her. Okay. She uh, she worked with a class. They've developed a concept for a temporary roof, three okay. to five years. We think it might cost anywhere between eight to ten. We're looking at ways we might make that affordable to people. Uh, one might be that, are, that we can rent it uh, so that we can help stabilize these buildings, move people in, see if this works, and if yeah. it does, then they can invest in that. I have an idea for you position. guys. Once those roofs are stabilized, yeah. I know Penn State's got deep tech when it comes to ice cream. Yes. You need a Penn State ice cream shop coming out. out of see, you're kidding, State. but I'm already on the phone talking about that. If we did that, we'd have alumni from all over the world. Is still open? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. World famous, man. So that would yeah. be great to have a creamery there. It would. And I'm sure there's licensing uh, issues and things like that, but I'm going to pursue that. Do I, it, it's man. funny that you said that. <laughs> so when, is the first invent- when is the first 10-week launch box? Well, we've gone through two seminars already. We had okay. about 25 people go through those, right. um, which were basically just here's what entrepreneurism is. And a lot of people think that entrepreneur, when we refer to it, we're talking about small businesses. You're opening up a shop or you're opening up something. We're not. We're talking about the creative ideation phase um, of solving problems using technology, using new yeah. ideas. And so do your faculty teach those classes? Uh, well, the training themselves, no. Uh, we've been able to rely on people from this area, actually. Uh, we had Stephen from Ascender come in. and yeah, he did the. Uh, it was just a two-hour seminar. Right. Uh, Nicole from Idea Foundry came up and did something for us. Uh, we're going to be able to tap into all this expertise of, of people that are here. In fact, I just met one of your guests uh, who we're thinking to bring in. Very cool. The, you should have Jonathan in to talk about marketing. We will, yeah. absolutely. And, and four-year, uh, we're going to do a Maybe four... an ice cream. You know what? I can do that. <laughs> just kidding. I can do that. Um, it's a four-week 
We'll start with a four-week boot camp, uh, just to make sure people are serious. And then, if you're a student on our campus or in the Penn State system, we'll take you through the whole process for a lot, as long as it takes. If you're in the community, we're also going to take you through. We've got to figure out how we can fund that. For sure. Uh, we don't want to turn away an idea if it's yeah. good. So we're working uh, with investors and other people to figure out how we're going to vet those and yeah. take the right one. To, so, so, Kevin, we got a couple, we have a couple minutes left. I'm just curious. I'm assuming that the folks that are in the New Ken area, like the natives, yeah. folks that have been there for, for, for generations, they must be really excited to see this something that, that that's turning their community back Absolutely. to where it once was. This was once a very vibrant community, you know, and, and then to have it go down and now have Penn State make these investments, the beauty shop come in to now bring it back up again. The reason why we chose New Kensington is everybody has some relationship with New Kent. It's, a, it's an amazing thing to me. It was yeah. the place to be in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, early 70s. And so either people know about it because they are they have a relative who was there or they went up to uh, uh, to the shops or to some of the bars that were open to early right. hours. Absolutely. But they have an experience. And the people that are there have just watched that decline. The people that are not there have heard about it declining. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of excitement, not just from the residents who now see hope. They see a future where before they were kind of unsure, um, they see a direction. And I think uh, that has been the most exciting part, is that energy. If you could have been there last Wednesday when we opened this up, we had over 150 people who were standing there all rooting for New Kensington, very excited uh, and anxious to get moving. I love it. I love it. Wow, that's great. So if people want to know more, yeah, what, where can they go? What's the website? Okay. Nerd out on this. We want to check right, it out. The website, if you, if you look up the corner in New Kensington, you can yeah. get to the website. I don't have the address. Yeah, as simple as that. You just Google the corner in New yeah. Kensington. And then boom, you're there. That's great. And I know yeah. I've been on the site, beautiful site. You can get these nice, these beautiful pictures of just what's being transformed there. Right. And I can't really, I can't encourage people enough to go and check it out. And, it's I think, and the idea came from here in East Liberty, where we are bringing you this broadcast with Huntington Bank. It just goes to show you when good things work, guys like you, women like you, can come out, get these ideas, take them to other communities, other neighborhoods, and try to get those sparks. Well, the be- beautiful thing about Pittsburgh is there are a lot of people yep. that are that way. So, yeah. you know, you can't really teach someone to be creative and innovative, but, man, uh, when you get those people all in the same region, uh, it, it's just incredible what the possibilities are. Great stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Spider from thank Penn State. So much. Well, thank yeah, you. Thanks for stopping by, and good luck. And we're taking the show out there 2018. All right. We need You're to on. stop out in the New Ken and uh, yeah, see what's going on. We, we want to be part we'll of that. We'll feed you at the so. Need Cafe and give you a cup of coffee at Cafe Boone. Perfect, right? I man. Like it. No, now you sold it now. And I'll bring some ice cream. <laughs> and bring some ice cream later. <laughs> Excellent. It's why we do the show. So great. I love it. Too much fun. And we're doing it here from Huntington Bank. Great partners of ours making this happen uh, every single Friday night. This is uh, Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Dusso. From the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Learn more about Huntington Bank at huntington.com. Welcome back. So glad you're spending your Friday night with us here at Huntington Bank. In East Liberty, bringing you Tech Vibe Neighborhood Tour. This is John the Kirsten. Absolutely, man. It's like our home away from home. It is. I'm all camped out. I'm all camped out. In the corner, I can put a little hammock next to the welcome sign over there. Yeah. We've had some great great guests on tonight, Audrey. I was really pumped to have New Realm stop by for our final segment of the night. So... Mona McGraw here. 20 years? Almost 20. It's been yeah. about 18 and a half years. 18 and a half years. If, if you count when we started in Austin, Texas, yeah. in um, our founder's um, two-bedroom apartment 
with um, the server in the guest bathroom. No one, no one was allowed to use the guest bathroom because Don't we didn't want to <laughs> turn on the water and, and take right. our, our server down with our, what, six clients we had at the time. How long so. have you been? Uh, well, we, we founded the company together. Right. I should say co-founder. Yeah. So right. if you went back to those days, would it be 20 years? It would be eight. Well, we're counting back to the. Well, we're counting from. Yeah, we're counting from 1999 because that was right. when the company was officially formed. Okay. Um, was in January of 99. So that would be. Yeah, you're 19 17, years 18, old now. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm talking to, about. Close to 19 years. And then you came to Actually, Pittsburgh. Actually, my gosh, it'll be 19 years in January. Yes. And then yeah. so you came to uh, you came to Pittsburgh then in like 2000. We came actually. We came to southwestern Pennsylvania by way of um, Uniontown. Uh, Uniontown. Yeah. yeah, we were in Uniontown for oh, about ten or twelve years. Yeah, we actually got recruited from Austin, Texas, to to southwestern Pennsylvania by the Come Invent PA ad campaign. That you have to be over forty to even remember That's that. That's bringing back the, memories. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yes, the, that was you were still ridge. in Virginia, I think, at oh that time. The, right? the yeah. Ridge administration. Ridge administration. Yeah. yeah. I lucked out because the head of the governor's action team at that time happened to have the same last name as me. Um, so he thought I was a relative. Uh-huh. <laughs> Helped your chances of getting recruited over, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know. So right now I, we're talking to Mona McGraw. So if any McGraws are out there and you and you think you're related, definitely yeah, let us know. Yeah. New realm. There's yeah. a bunch of us. We're very prolific. Everyone but me. <laughs> so what a journey. So... You know, you just opened up a new office space here, right? We did, yeah. We're, we're happy to be part of the East Liberty uh, business community now. There's so many exciting things going on. Um, we've been doing a lot of work with um, medical researchers at the University of Pittsburgh and Carnegie Mellon. Oh, it's a great location um, for all that. Yeah, we were. And so, wait, so what is your role now? Let's just sort of back up a little bit. My role um, with the company, I'm the president and COO. and. Sam is the brains behind the operation. Okay. My business partner, who's the CEO. Do you call him Sam the brains? I, we do. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sam the egghead. So egg talk head. about what's the technology? What are you working on? Well, we have two different branches of our business right now. Um, we, we try to stay on the leading edge of web technology, and things have changed so much. We started out many, many years ago as New Realm Web Design and Marketing, and now we're just New Realm Inc. Uh, we focus a lot now on e-commerce integration and research-related apps um, and data processing portals, um, which we're hoping to do more work with the University mm-hmm. of Pittsburgh, but we're doing a lot with the medical research community now. We recently developed an app um, to help uh, uh, with binge drinking. Um, Hopefully, help to reduce it, not in- increase it. These are amazing apps that you're <laughs> Wait, creating. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, back up. This I is, this is up cool. Until that moment. <laughs> well, it, it's yeah. it's similar. Actually, there's another app that I know a little bit more about that's similar to it. First, we did an app um, uh, for study participants who struggle with binge drinking. Okay. And we also have an app which we, we we're going to call it the 420 study, but they told us we couldn't name it couldn't that. Name it that. Um, it's called the Muse app. And it's actually uh, a mobile app. It's a reflexive mobile app that measures your um, responses to um, questions and your reflexes when you're high. So the study participants have to be college-age people who are high when they take the test. What do you think the rest of us don't 
indulge in that kind of behavior. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it, it was Speak funny how many people. Well, tell us how the it was funny how, people, so, how many yeah. people knew what 420 meant. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> College professors. Yeah, we all we all knew. So. Absolutely. But they're like, no, you can't call it that. So we call it Muse. Well, I'm which curious. So for you, you tell us about Muse. How how does this work? So. Right. I want well, to find it as we're sitting in here. Well, you can't. It's not actually out for for public consumption right now. It's just. Um, yeah, I know. I. Audrey, you know I'm willing to, to, to participate in a study. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah. I had I had several of my friends volunteer, and I'm like, you guys are way too old. They don't want old hippies for this. They want young, uh, you know, I'm not yeah, young hippies. Old, so yeah, but, um, it's it's basically it, it's an app that measures your your reflexes and how how quickly you respond to questions, and of course so whether great. or not you get the questions and the puzzles correct. Now, do you have to register so how great. much you've actually? Intaked or took in or smoked or inhaled? I, or I don't you believe that you do. You just have to, you have to, um, the study participants have to be high when they take the test. Okay. Uh, or when they work the puzzles. Right. I'm and loving you more and more. It's yeah. funny because I don't think I have great reflexes. Um, or I must not because I no, I had trouble working the puzzles, you know, not not high or right. not not having had anything to drink. So, you know, they set a pretty high bar. Right, okay. <laughs> they assume these are some pretty intelligent right. um, so did you do better daily when you, marijuana uh, so, smokers. So, so tell me you like tried this out, right? Give it the old <laughs> and then you, you, you ace all the puzzles, right? I didn't, but I should. Actually okay. weed makes me paranoid so I stay away from it. Okay. <laughs> all good, all good. So so this this was the, the University of Pittsburgh that you yes. developed this with. Exactly. And it, it's not out like I said, it's not out for everyday consumption right, right now. It's being used as part of a study. As part of a research study. So a lot of the a lot of the um, apps and mobile apps that we're that we're developing right now for medical researchers at the University That's a of cool Pittsburgh niche. are yeah they're they're just for the study participants to take but they may right. very well you know end up being commercialized. Exactly. Down Road. So how did you how did you so find, great. yeah how did you find this very unique uh, niche? It sort of found us. I was really surprised. Okay. I mean, how do you go from you know marketing and building little you know editable websites right, and to content management systems, building applications site, right, that measure people's reflexes when they're high, exactly, measure exactly. their ability to to perform tasks when they so as, when they're binge drinkers. So, so as marijuana becomes more legal and more legal, would this be something that um, our police officers might I, have in their toolkit? I knew you were going down that road. Yeah. You know, I just thought of Interesting, that. Interesting. Huh? That would that would not be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, but possible, possible, I, I suppose. I, but there could be a number of reasons. You could just have a lower than average IQ, you know, maybe. That's right. Or, or I mean, you if could, it's a test that we just can't master while exactly, we're not under the or, influence, then what? Or you could be nervous. Right. Know? So actually, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't think they could do that. Okay. I don't think. I don't think it could be used in that way. So tell I us, hope not. Are there some other medical-related research-related right. apps? There's you guys actually are on? a really cool app. We just got our first STTR grant, which I don't know oh, if y'all are familiar with that. With what that I'm means, very it's familiar. something technology transfer. Right. right. A lot of people are more familiar with the SBIR right. grant, but yes. not it's a lot. Of an offshoot have been of that. getting those, so that's great. Exactly. Well, this was through the National Institutes of Health, mm-hmm. and um, my that's business partner excellent. Sam. I can't take any credit for it. He actually wrote it in conjunction with um, researcher, researchers at Pitt, and it's called MCare. It's it doesn't seem that interesting, you know, from the outside looking in, but it actually addresses a really big problem. Um, 
young adults between 18 and 26 are frequently uninsured, and the only time that they get health care is if they fall down and break their leg or, yeah. you know, get something, really sick and go to the hospital. Crazy happens, right. So it costs the United States a ton of money in, you know, emergency room care and visits. One of the um, initiatives from the um, the former administration, from the Obama administration, was to address this issue. So the National Institutes of Health, yeah, had put a call out. You know, we want to try to control costs, and the and this was something I didn't even realize was was a thing. But people from age 18 to 26, oftentimes, you know, they they've aged out of their parents' um, mm-hmm. insurance policy, right. or they're for whatever reason they're, they they don't have health care. They don't have you know they're not right. on. Um, Obamacare, they don't have any type of health care, so it's a big drain on on the, you know, the country. Um, so those apps, you know, were, were pretty pretty good. That I'm was, amazed. Yeah. I just think it's such an interesting thing that you're doing, though, based on, I mean, obviously, so it's never the same day twice. Exactly. When you're in a new realm. Like, what are we going to do today? Yeah. So well, how do these <laughs> apps find their way into the hands of people like Jonathan and myself? Well, um, probably through STTR grants or SBIR grants or some type of funding. There's a lot of funding coming down the pike now. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to, I think, another uh, couple of people that are, are they going to be your next guests? Right. Or, we'll be on the show. Yeah, they uh, were talking about um, IBM employees, you know, the IBM um, uh what is it? Some type of a, a contest or something that they're having? The X Prize. Yeah, the X Prize. Right. So that that sounded so exciting, but uh, there's so much going on. So it's probably going to be, mm-hmm. you know, we get we work with people at the very early stages yeah. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about some of the sites you've developed for some local organizations. Uh, the Pittsburgh Film Office yeah. is our big claim to fame right now. It's a yeah. it's a really cool site. Um, shout out to Fine Humans. They uh, they were our designers that we work with, and um, Greg Allen, who was our Front end developer, lead front end developer at New Realm. It was a fantastic um, website. Uh, it was launched at the. Um, actually, I guess it's been a little over a year now. It seems it seems like we worked on that site forever because it has so many interactive features. But um, definitely, um, that's probably the best website that we designed recently. We we like to try and design websites that think, you know, websites that actually exactly. do something. Absolutely, yeah, um, not just a typical website. Flint. Yeah, it's got we're, that extra, yeah, that exactly. extra activity we're, as far as that goes. We're more the, the back-end nerds. Sure. That, I like that, it. So people learn more about New Realm, and they want you to, they want to, they want to have you build an awesome website, or they have an idea for an app. How can they reach out to you guys? Well, they can go to our website. Um, okay. We actually just launched a brand-new website. It's newrealm.com. It's okay. not spelled the way it, it sounds. It's N-U-R-E-L-M. Okay. Dot com and um, it's really cool. We're excited. We're kind of like the hairdresser that never gets to do her own hair. And you got to do your own hair this time. <laughs> and our you website got frosted was tips and all types of fun what stuff. Exactly, was there, right? woefully outdated. Right. So we got to use a lot of fancy new technologies. <laughs> Love it. And um, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. And we have a, another product. The other area that we're in besides our research-related yeah. applications mm-hmm. is um, uh, FlowLink. So we have okay, so a cross. Real, real, real quick on that. Sure. Second. Tell us about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's um, a, an e-commerce back office integration platform that connects any store to any tool, and um, that's our new product that we just launched cool. recently. Excellent. So, 
research apps and e-commerce integration. That's New what Realm. we're all about. Com. Check Great. them out. Thanks for stopping by the show. Great. We've got to wrap things up. I know. Love being I here at TNT. I time yeah. to dive into that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for the opportunity to, to talk with you all. That's what it's all about. We'll be back next Friday coming from Huntington Bank here in East Liberty doing our Tech 5 Neighborhood Tour. This has been Jonathan Kirsten. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about us at pghtech.org and go to Huntington.com to learn more about Huntington Bank. This is New York firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Every day, a part of every sub you buy at Firehouse Subs helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. And now, for a limited time, they're introducing the Daily Sub Special. Every day, get a medium sub of the day for just $5.55. They kick it off with Meatball Monday and finish it off with Italian Sunday with something delicious every day in between for just $5.55. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Tap the banner now to learn more.